0: Uh, this, this was an incredible privilege. We had the opportunity to interview Michael, the lead singer and really kind of the, the brains of Dark Tranquility, which is spelled D-A-R-K-T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-L-I-T-Y. Go to their website, darktranquility.com, again, D-A-R-K-T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-L-I-T-Y.com. Sign up, get their uh, mailing list, come into your inbox because you do not want to miss these guys. These guys have been around since the late 80s, early 90s, and they are putting out new music that is as good, if not better, than anything else in the industry. And selfishly, perhaps most important to Phil and I, this is one of the bands that he and I grew to love metal together with. I fell in love with their 1999 release, Projector. Phil loves their album, Character, from 2005. And they have been on an absolute tear lately. And as you can tell from this interview, Michael is as down-to-earth and wonderful and generous to be in a room with as he is to be in the crowd in front of because he's just an incredible performer. You can tell he loves, with every ounce of what he's you know got, this business, and he loves to sing and perform. And his band is a testament to his conviction and energy and pushing forward and making sure he puts on the best presentation for the fans. So we're so grateful to him. Thank you again. We wish nothing but the best. Go to darktranquility.com and sign up for that newsletter, support these guys. However you can fantastic, fantastic band and all things that are right with metal is in this band from Phil and I both. And I'm sure I speak for Michael when I say, we hope you enjoy this interview as much as Phil and I did getting to have it taken place. Perfect, we're here with Michael from Dark Tranquility, lead singer and I think almost founding member? Yeah, yeah. So, I am. Oh, 30 years in a the making? A bit more, yeah. <laughs> what,
1: what keeps you going, man? What keeps you going? Beer. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how to do anything else, but, but also I, I
0: still really like this, you know? You can tell when you're on stage. I've seen you a few times on the boat. I've been huh? here on six times. Yeah my wife and i and you just seem to really have a lot of fun
1: up there i do i do i i really love it and uh you you kind of get kind of addicted to that kind of adrenaline high of of, of being on stage and and performing and also i love the whole metal community and just people and and fans and just i I love the whole thing about it um so yeah did you start as a kid were you interested in, in metal or did you no but i around the same time i mean when we Thirteen, fourteen, maybe you know we we got into metal. I, I uh, f- one of my friends who lived on the the street where I lived, he had. We we started listening to kind of you know he- heavy metal like uh, Judas Priest and uh, Halloween that kind of stuff. But then a, a friend of mine's brother he had Flag of Hate by Creator, and it was like and we I borrowed that twelve inch EP, and I was like, uh, uh, holy shit, this is the coolest, coolest thing is. ever. Yeah. And then I got to know like Tompa from At the Gates, and oh, we, yeah. lived, we lived really close to each other, so he introduced me to a lot of music. And then I was like, then I went to see him rehearse with Grotesque, his previous band, and I was like, okay, this is cool, this is can be done. This was '87 or '88, and then Creator played in Gothenburg in '89 on Extreme Aggression tour, and wow. right there and then, me and Nicholas, we were standing all like, let's form a band, and we did. So. Uh, that's awesome. It's, it's yeah. kind of like how it started, but yeah, we were yeah forty, fifty, and, and then like by the time we started the band, it became everything. Like we forgot about everything else, and that was just laser focus.
0: Rehearse all day, play guitar all the time, and just right. write shit. That's that's all we did. Well, you know? well, now twelve or thirteen albums in, and thirty plus years in. Was it worth it? Like, do you look back on it favorably? And- Fuck no. no. No, 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 of course it was. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, and I, I've loved every second of it. Like, you
1: know, it's, we have had ups and downs and all that kind of stuff. and Sure. of course, all kinds of issues uh, throughout those years. But most of it has been fantastic. Like, you, you, you get to do this. And I mean, and, you know, it was a dream to, to be on stage that I had right. when I saw Creator in 89. And now we share the stage with them. Yeah. You know, on a, in fucking... Caribbean right so come on it's, uh, cool. yeah, I mean, can't, can't complain well
0: what now what's the hardest part Michael I'm sorry I keep uh, if you want to jump in but I'm, I'm curious what's the hardest part about running a band you guys have had great success you know your band is kind of remade a little bit now you got some new members from yep. the last in the 2020s and things what's the hardest part you have notoriety you have established experience but the music scene has changed a lot I mean yeah just the way you disseminate music and labels and everything has changed I mean what's yeah. the hardest part now I mean, the
1: business side, of course, it's well, That's just boring. It's not that. I mean, it, it can be difficult, of course, but I try not to meddle there because I'm, I'm horrible at it. And I have great friends or people that, that do that.
0: The management side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: But uh, I think that, the, okay, and of course, it's hard to kind of have everyone on the same page all the time, you know, and communications and communication and all that between members.
0: My wife and I run a business of twenty-five people, so oh yeah, it's so it's you, no different. A band is no different no, than a business. No, no, of course not.
1: Of course we grew up as, as friends and then first and foremost and then you right. that. but so that that can be difficult too um but i think yeah and, and of course like you know the the whole kind of like just getting from one place to the other and just sure. traveling everywhere i mean that's that's also difficult but we have great people who do that too so sure like so what's we did the art 165 art? shows last year or i did Holy wow. shit. so that was that's probably the hardest part just like being away from home, and uh, right, uh, yeah. as much as you love it on stage, but that's two hours. Mm-hmm. But the rest, you kind of like you miss your family and you want to go home, and then yeah. also, like, you know, just being on planes or whatever, like traveling. It's do your children at home, yeah, yeah. So, so that can be rough. I think that's for me, that's the hardest part, but like not being with family, but but at the same time, this job. Or this thing kind of allows me to be home a lot and spend a lot of time with family as well. So it's a trade-off. Yeah, I can't complain. How how many years have you been able to do just music, no nothing else professionally? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I stopped working like three years ago, but uh, but I've always worked. Like I've always had a job, um, but that's just because I not because I needed it, maybe, but I, but I really want to. Okay, yeah. it's good to kind of come home from a tour and go like, all right, let's back go back into like proper yeah, work you know, and not the routine. work that kind of requires you to drink beer every day. You know, <laughs> you know that, that kind of and thing. And so, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, um, it, it really felt good and kind of grounds you a little bit and I, I, uh, so I've, I've always worked a lot. But then before the pandemic, I just quit because we once started um, writing the Moment album and then the pandemic hit and then I just couldn't go back to work. And, okay. uh, so now, now during the pandemic I started in a couple of other bands and now I can never go back to work because it's all work
0: with music well we both love the halo effect cool yeah oh, very cool absolutely. awesome yeah, thank in our podcast at the end of the year we always highlight our top 10 albums that right, nice. made the cut for 2022 oh nice such a cool combination of you and the in Flames band just yeah, very noticeable both styles their music and your sound yeah it's and a little. perfect yes. pairing really I yeah. Like, yeah cool
1: uh, thank you I, I, we're working on the new album now the guys are at home in the studio already and Sweet. I need to write the lyrics and uh, get in there. <laughs> wow. We'll
0: there.
1: So what keeps drawing you back to the boat? I know you've been on the boat several times now. Yeah, this is our fourth time. I, I fucking love it. Yeah. I, I remember hearing about this in like oh9 or something like that when you know they, they started talking about it like right. two years before the first one. And I said, I'm going. I'm, no matter if we're playing or not, I'm, I'm going to cool. go on a fucking Caribbean cruise with metal. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's it's perfect. Well, what's not the love? love? No, exactly. Um, so yeah, I love it. And yeah, we... They asked us like two weeks before we we uh, left so we're like yeah sure i figured it was short notice because the announcements came up
0: pretty late
1: they are insane when it comes to that and it's frustrating but at the same time it, i'm happy that it did work like that. everybody was kind of available right so that we can do it you know with our crew and, and everybody right. so but it worked out so i have
0: great. a serious question for you michael sure how is your band still awesome and a lot of other bands suck <sighs>
1: Yeah, the suck factor. I mean, it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, what do
0: you attribute to? Seriously, though, because to... you know you have contemporaries. I'm sure we don't have to name them, but they've gotten soft and a little bit, you know, sad in their older years. And you're up there with not a gray hair on your head, and you're kicking ass still. Like, what is? What do you attribute that to? Well, I, I,
1: we are very particular about what we do and record, and it takes forever. And we take. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like we, we take great pride in and making. Like, perfectionist or, 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 or kind of but at least you know we we don't want to release anything that uh, that's that doesn't feel fantastic you know where that you don't cannot you know you want to feel like you can't wait to, to be on stage and perform these mm-hmm. songs you know this is going to be awesome that kind of thing otherwise what's the point you know so we and just and i know you know over the years you know you, you're not 100 percent happy with every song you ever made because of you know like not everybody agrees and, and that kind of stuff. Sure. But normally what what we do is like, okay, if, if we can all come together, like the, the six of us, and we can agree that this is awesome, then we can move on and that kind of stuff. So everybody kind of chips in and it's like, so we, won't, we will never release something that someone feels like, oh, this is not good enough or, you know, I, I'm not comfortable with this or I'm not 100% behind this. Got it. That, so so if, if five or six people with very different kind of backgrounds and taste can agree, then should be okay, right? You know, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: So I would imagine when you started, you did not ever expect to reach this level of success in this many of years. What's next?
1: I don't know. We just keep going. I, I mean that that's that's how I always kind of viewed it. You know, the, um, make the most out of it and just just keep doing better shows, better albums, that kind of stuff. I think that that really is the driving point Like, that. what drives us is like we know that we can do even better next time, you know, that kind of thing. And um, it's hard to find bandmates like that. I saw online Martin or Martine has been with you a long, long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Martin joined in '89 or oh, '99. And, uh, and but some of the guys are pretty new, yeah, though, so, yeah. So
0: it's kind of interesting so you, to
1: find that that cohesion, yeah, later on. Yeah, but it's cool. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll gladly talk about some of the guys because. Johan he joined was it five years like six years ago mm-hmm. or something like that but he's been a fan since the beginning right like since the first album like and he's a music connoisseur and soul geek when it comes to that and okay. also he he can play anything like he's insanely incredibly talented and of course Chris we've known forever because we've done shows together with Arch Enemy when he was in Arch Enemy so that was easy we he lived yeah. in New York and we asked him to join on a tour and they we were like yeah I want to play with you and Perfect. that was yeah. easy you know and he amazing so yeah. that's so easy you know and then when we needed a drummer like what was it two three years ago mm-hmm. um, Johan was like I, I went to school with this guy like music college and he 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 doesn't know how to make mistakes so let's let's try him out and he came to Gothenburg and like oh we have 17 songs like do you know them and he's like yeah everything and he played everything wow, no, So yeah. it's like gotta, okay go with him. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And Christian on bass, like he's, he's an old friend. He was in one of the absolute coolest bands in Gothenburg back in the day, like in the early '90s, a band called Paganum, and they were like thrash and kind of like really intense, like Slayer, Metallica kind of stuff. But they were better than any other band. So me and Anders Björle from At the Gates, and like uh, Björn and Jesper from In Flames, like we were all kind of like we all went to see Paganum because they were kind of like the the best band in the, wow. the city that were the tightest you know had the best gear and like they, they, it was awesome and they they were so inspiring so we were like if we can at least sound as good as Paganum then <laughs> maybe we got something and then Christian stopped touring in 97 or something like that and then we met three years ago again and kind of, uh, kind of started connecting and played with some other bands like and then uh, I asked him like, do you want to at least do a couple festival shows with us and he was like fuck yeah and that was it so it's very cool. That is... But also, like, so, so we have, a, yeah, long history, all of us, anyway, you know, even though it's not the same.
0: Well, part of our music podcast, we, we came together as friends in high school, he introduced me to metal, yeah. and yes. now we've started this show where I refer an album to him that he may not have heard, he gives an album to me, we review it, and we talk about it. And it's been a really, really fun time. Yeah. We interviewed some wonderful guests, and they've been great to us here, we've interviewed some great people like yourself, yeah. uh, but a part, a big part of what we do is we're trying to introduce younger folks to metal, like if somebody just stumbles yeah. on it, because there's no real... Here's where you, If you're a metal fan, here's where you start. Everybody yeah. starts from a different entry point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, there's a long-winded way of me saying, if somebody's into metal and they want to start a band, like, what do you tell them now? Because it's a different world, man. It is a different world. And I, so I,
1: that, that's, yeah, I mean, back in the day, we, fucking tape trading was how I discovered music. And when we started, it was kind of like, so, and we sent out our songs through kind of the tape trading community. So that we... People, hey, this is actually pretty good. You should get a deal or talk to labels. Or, right. Really? Oh, awesome! Yeah, maybe we should do that. Um, but I think, at least for for, for, a, for a while, it, it's different now. But I, I used to when I, I was asked, you know, something similar, it was always like, that, fucking "Rehearse" or come up with a new something original first before you start releasing something. Because it's so often that you hear like new bands that it, they like that just sound like something else. Yeah, and, yeah, and. Because of course, when you started, it's like, oh, i want to get the fucking coolest guitar, and I'm gonna, you know, re- record something. And it, now it's easy; you can record something, and it's, it's gonna sound awesome you're you know, with your laptop. Right. And you can easily release something, but that that shouldn't be your first concern. It, like writing songs and like finding like identity. Yes. You know. Totally. And, yes. and finding like a. a some some kind of your originality and, and mm-hmm. a, a sound first and foremost we
0: were saying yesterday kind of on the business side you know the marketing side when yeah. you have a niche yeah. like you look at ghost or yeah. you know some of these guys that have really exploded they have that kind of that identity and that yeah. theater feel and but also the great songs and that that's and also great songs, that, that, that's, songs great, i think yeah. that's yeah they've exploded because they're a great band with a great direction and a great you know, yeah. kind of focus but it's true like yeah because it's easy like oh we have so this and you know, I let's look cool. And I was like,
1: yeah, but nobody's going to listen. Right. So, you so know, would you say it's tougher now or tougher when you started? I mean, it's probably harder to, to kind of break through, you know, like to, because there's so much out there. Yeah. I mean, back when we started, like, I, I remember thinking that I, I kind of knew all the death metal bands there were in the world almost you know when i got into it when i started like tape trading and stuff like that i knew all the bands like i read all the fan scenes i read all right. the magazines uh, and i was like oh probably i, I can probably name like 90 percent of all the death metal bands right. out there
0: but, and now there's probably 100 every day no, starting. or two million yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah that, that, that's gonna be
1: tougher like tough okay. so to kind of reach through you know like um
0: have you been able to bring any bands on tour with you over the years that have kind of sprung up because you give a little bump
1: I don't know if it was us, but we definitely have, have brought some some bands that we kind of like or that we think are super cool, you know. Yeah. Um, do you not that put you on the spot, but do you have that experience about any bands? Yeah, yeah, we, boat are, right we are right now? In Flames supported us for a while, and that was that,
0: that, that worked
1: out for them. And then, uh, oh no, he, I, mean, I mean on the boat. Like, is there anyone you're no, seeing on, on, the, on the, boat. the
0: boat for the first time? Some newer act, or oh, yes, someone sir. that you're excited to see while you're here as a fan. Well, my what I re- wanted to see the most was Oceans of Slumber oh how and was it fucking amazing yeah so so that, that was their lead singer is a beautiful lady
1: <sighs> a wonderful wonderful she's voice the too she's best like uh, that was incredible so that, that, that was the highlight and also the old school creator set was really exciting for me and uh, what else did I see oh Ronnie Christ today was fucking cool yeah, and, uh, yeah. so uh, there's been a lot of great great,
0: uh, fucking okay, okay, amazing well then. Bands. I know it's your last interview of the, the tour so we'll let you have some fun but last question for me at least uh, who is the best act you've seen on the boat? Not just this year but in all four of your did you have a particular set that you saw that really impressed you most or stuck with you? Probably
1: well both like Death to All sets when they were on or was it like seven, six, seven years ago or something they played totally different sets all, yes. but all Death songs that was fucking magical uh, but probably Symphony X they were on okay yeah, both, just... uh, so both of those sets and that was just like fuck come on like insanely fantastic um yeah those would be my favorites uh, the ones that I that spring to mind but um yeah there's, yeah, there's a lot more but
0: okay well for all of the fans who listen to you guys what's the best place for them to go to follow you to make sure they're aware of the tour dates and merch and CDs is it just Yeah, yeah 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 okay. of course and Facebook and all that stuff but yeah um yeah,
1: there's some cool stuff coming up and I'm, I'm excited about like, I don't want to go home really because I want to be here for a couple more weeks. But It's pretty but warm. It's, yeah, but it's but also it's, a lot of cool fit stuff that we, we need to take care of and, and kind of get into when we get home and uh, I'm excited.
0: Michael, thank you so much. Cool, man. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank, thank you. you.